my dad, this is kind of like, he never took us anywhere, but when he was in high school, he used to like cut lawns and he was like, this could be that for you. Like you could, you could make something of this after I got that first order mm -hmm. from someone. Cause I never really thought, and he's like, you know, this could be a fun way for you to make money. I mean, you're going to want to like get gas to drive. This could be like a fun way. And it, that's honestly how it started. Cause I just, I needed like money to drive places and now I can go places with my friends and Hello and welcome to the Leah Valley with Love podcast. I'm your host George Wacker. This podcast is all about the Leah Valley. We talk to people who are from here, who were from here, who like it here, who want to know more about here and we tell stories. On this episode we are talking to an Emmaus High School student, Sarah Sherman who just also happens to run a successful cupcake business called Sarah Jane's Cupcakes. We talk about how she got started, how people like myself can mistake her polished marketing for being beyond its years, and we ask her what her plans are for the future. And of course, we let you know how you can order cupcakes, and we even have a taste testing video that my daughter, Dahlia, is the star of, and you can check that out by clicking in the show notes or looking us up on YouTube or Facebook. I want to thank our partners, Burke Insurance Agency, Michael Bernadine of Howard Schaefer and & Associates, and our Season 4 feature partner, Venture X. You're going to hear more about all of them. Let's get started with Season 4, Episode 2, Sarah Berman of Sarah Jane's Cupcakes. One other quick thing, I want to give a shout out to a nonprofit every week. Uh, well, every episode, anyway. This week is going to be the Valley Preferred Cycling Center, or T-Town, as it's known worldwide, for hosting some of the best international track cycling in the sport, <clears throat> but is also home to much more. All summer long, the Velodrome hosts youth and community programming designed to teach both kids and adults how to ride bikes safely in a fun park-like setting. Did you and your family want to get into bikes this year? You should. So visit thevelodrome.com to learn about youth programming. Programming begins in April. If you're looking for a fun, family-friendly Friday night out, say that again, come out to Friday night under the lights and enjoy the speed rounds of professional bike racing. I've been to the Velodrome. It's fantastic. Get involved. And thank you, guys. Now, on to the show. Sarah, hello, and welcome on the Leah Valley with Love podcast. How are you doing? Good. So this is fun. I um, I was going through Instagram and I stumbled across, uh, across your uh, cupcake Instagram and sent you a message. And it, I mean, we're going to show everybody this. Actually, I'll bring this in now just because you have a fantastic website and your um, your social media is really a lot of fun. So I sent you a message and say, hey, I'd love to learn more about your your small business and how you do all that. And lo and behold, you're still a junior in, in, uh, in Emmaus High School. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, um, uh, what, do you, what do you currently do? I mean, besides the cupcake stuff, we'll get into that. But what are some, some of your, your current interests as a high school student? Yeah, so um, I play softball. I play for... Um, the PA Bathbusters. That's okay. my team. That's like my biggest competitor with my softball, with my with I mean my cupcakes with time and everything. Um, and then I also play for my school softball team. So I I'm really into that. And then also, um, I'm in like some clubs at school, like Horn Ambassador, Freshman mm -hmm. Mentor. Those are mostly like leadership type things with like mostly service type things. And then. Sure. 
also I just I just got inducted into NHS so that was really exciting too so it's like interesting to compare like the small high school victories versus like my small business victories. So it's always fun to compare those types of things. How is, um, again, I'm, I'm putting off cupcakes for a minute. How has high school been? This is, must've been a crazy year for you. I mean, from, you know, the, the end of last year going into this year must've been crazy. How, how's everything going for you? Yeah, it's, it's really tough. Um, We've been like back and forth online and in school. So last year we ended March 13th and I wasn't back until like October of this year because there was um, shortage of, I think it was nurses at our school. They didn't have enough, so we couldn't go in. And then we were doing hybrid, but we were only in for like two weeks. And now we're just, this is my second week of going back to school and hybrid. And mm-hmm. it's kind of weird because there's not a lot of people there. Like my sister is like the only person that I know that goes in. But mm-hmm. um, the second semester just started today. And so I'm really hopeful with like, I got new classes. So I'm excited for that. But also like I was nervous for my new classes, nervous for sure. the podcast. <laughs> no, no, don't be, don't be nervous. I, I'm more nervous because I, I think it's just fantastic that at your age, now we're going to talk about cupcakes. You know, what you're doing and, you know, with all the responsibilities you have and honestly, with the situation that high school is in right now, I don't know how I would deal with it, you know, thinking about going back into my high school days. That's a lot of pressure. So let's just add some more pressure on it, Sarah, and start with some cupcakes. What? Tell me your cupcake story. Have you always been, is it something that you've always done since you were a kid, like been into baking or um. is this a new thing for you? Well, ironically, for the longest time, I really liked cooking more than baking. And I was like, I just, baking is just too many measurements and like too many of that. Like, but, I just, but this was like when you were four, like were you baking stuff early, or cooking and baking early on? Did, no, was it like a- I started cooking and baking when I was about like, I'd say 12 or 13. And right. I would make dinner a few nights a week because... Um, since I play softball, I would have practice starting at six and I wanted to like eat something before. So my parents work. So my mom would just like quick, come home, pick us up and take us to practice. So like I would make dinner just because it was really something I like to do. And it was honestly kind of practical. Yeah, but I, mean, parents, I really like, enjoyed parents it. Are busy. Yeah, I get it. No, no, yeah. not on the parents. Parents are very, no. awesome. right. Yeah, and then I really enjoyed it, so I started doing it more and more, experimenting with more, like, dinner things, and then, um, honestly, like, during quarantine in the beginning, I was baking a lot, like, and also, I had just gotten my permit, like, luckily right before, so that was, like, I was, I wanted to practice driving, so I was, like, driving things to my friends and dropping it off, and... Mm -hmm. One of my friends, they were like, this is so good. Like, I really like this cupcake. I made a chocolate peanut butter cupcake and I gave it to them. And it was right around Mother's Day and I gave it to them and they were like, oh my gosh, I really like this. So they asked if they could order some. And I was like, what? This is what? I didn't really know. it. You're just sharing them with your friends. Yeah. And they, so I talked to my mom about like prices and stuff and what to do and everything like that and I think I handled it pretty well because like 
it, I never really thought of starting a cupcake business. I <laughs> didn't really know what to do about that. But then I made it for them and then they had it for Mother's Day and that kind of really sparked it, I guess. So th you're, you're talking this, this past Mother's Day. So like kind of last spring is when yeah. you yeah. went forward with it. And there's one thing to, well, first, I want to talk about you cooking dinner. Do your parents like that? Because I would, I have a four-year-old and if she grew up and started making dinner in 10 years, I don't know how upset I would be about that. I think yeah. I would heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, my parents really like that I like to experiment with dinner and it's also like, it's fun for me too. So it honestly like agrees with anyone, I guess. But sure. now we, I like, sometimes I like to experiment and sometimes my parents are like, I don't even know what these are. Like, I don't know what this ingredient is. So like we, but I have, I like to say that I have like introduced a lot of different meals and new foods like to our family, which is like kind of fun, but also like, I, I, it's something that I definitely enjoy. Do you get inspiration? Like, where do you get it? Are you watching travel food programs? Are you on Instagram? I, I, where is it? Where are you finding this stuff? Um, I go on Instagram a lot and look at mm -hmm. that like Food Network. Um, actually, before my cupcake account like was what it is now, all only cupcakes, I used to post some dinners that I made and some things that I cooked, other desserts, like other random things. And I called it Sarah's Food Network because that was just like a fun thing for me. <laughs> but like, that's what I did. And then when I really started to like get into my cupcake business, I'd say probably around like, maybe middle of June to July, I like archived and deleted all of those other posts and really like transitioned to it, just cupcake stuff. And, I mean, it is, it does feel weird, even with this, it's like, hey, it's the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast, right? But we made that, it was just our idea. And it is weird at first, cause you're like, well, will other people accept this? Will they like this as much as I do? Uh, so how, what is your response? I mean, clearly people are telling you to, you should sell these. So what, what was that thing? When, how, when you went from your friend saying, Hey, can you sell it? And you said, you talked to your mom about pricing and all that. Did you go ahead and say, I'm going to start up this website and see what, what happens? Um, well, there's a lot of different like inspirations. I would say, um, my mom, she, she owns a bus company. Well, it, it's been like passed down in her family for, I think 60 years. So a long time, but, she was just named the president. So that's really inspiring to like own your own business. And sure. um, my dad, this is kind of like, he never took this anywhere, but when he was in high school, he used to like cut lawns and he was like, this could be that for you. Like you could, you could make something of this after I got that first order mm -hmm. from someone. Cause I never really thought, and he's like, you know, this could be a fun way for you to make money. I mean, you're going to want to like, get gas to drive this could be like a fun way and it that's honestly how it started because i just i needed like money to drive places and now i can go places with my friends the burke insurance agency is family owned and operated since 1986 what else happened in 1986 haley's comet flew by and that was pretty cool the Burke Insurance Agency is located at 3446 Freemansburg Avenue in Bethlehem Township, and they represent Erie, Grange, and Progressive Insurance Companies. 
Tom and Kathleen are some of the nicest people in the Lehigh Valley, for real. They actually get to know their customers and care for them as if they were part of their own family. It's how a small business is supposed to be. They're also community-minded and support many nonprofits, which they are very passionate about. Give them a call at 610-691-3743 or find them on Facebook. Everything, again, is in our show notes. Don't wait around like Haley's comment called Burke Insurance today. I think it's also unique because this is something where, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you can kind of work when you want to. Like you're taking yeah. orders and you're saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I want to do X amount of hours this week to make X amount of money where you don't have to go, Hey, I got to go clock into this job. I don't like, and yeah. sit there for 10 hours and clock out. So there is that kind of flexibility to it. Yeah. With softball working is really a challenge. Oh, sorry. That was my computer. I don't know if you heard that. Um, no, um, with softball working is really hard. Like there's some girls on my team who have jobs, but they can barely work and really it's hard to balance with mm-hmm. all that. Cause um, normally, well, in the fall for a tournament, we would practice from six to nine on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then Saturdays and Sundays, we usually have tournaments and those are like whole day things. So that's a, that's a long time. And then, or we would have a four hour practice on Saturday. So it's like a lot of time goes into softball. And so, and then I have to school, so it's hard to balance with work, but this really is my schedule, my time. And I never really had to decline in order except for mm-hmm. only a few times because of because of softball and sure. getting a lot of orders. But I feel like I it's something I want to stay away from because I always like I want to try and make people happy and I want to try and like share my cookies with them because it's something that right. I love and I want to share. It's, but. It's, it's smart too to know your boundaries though. You know, like yeah. if, if you know, hey, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that order. Sometimes it might be better to say, I'm just, you know, maybe I'll take it next week or something rather than not be able to deliver. Yeah. And also yeah. I was really sad because I got my wisdom teeth out on Friday. Oh, you so, yeah. <laughs> so I had to like, uh, it was only like two orders. So that was okay. But I had to like switch up the dates for that. But it's all these things that you wouldn't expect from an adult that has a business and it's, just right. me like I have school I have my wisdom teeth getting out like normal teenager things that are really taking into account of the time that I spend on my business you know what I would I mean if you haven't thought of this already as you go through or your plans in the future you could definitely use your business as some sort of project for school as well you know? yeah I would definitely think about that if, if it comes up so let's talk about making cupcakes because I don't do that um, my, my wife and my daughter do, and they, they can make some pretty good ones. I don't know as tasty as some of these look. Wait, I'm, I'm going to bring some men. People who are listening can't see this, but when they go to the podcast notes, they can. So what's like a typical order for you? Is it a, is it a dozen? Is it? Um, yeah, I still buy the dozen each flavor. I, okay. I wish I could like mix batches and like sometimes, or like boxes, like do a sampling, but I, that's something that I would have to like make so many different batches and that's right. something that like a, a store would be able to do and something I wish I could do in the future. But now I've been getting into like um, half dozen days where I can, um, I, I offer like half dozen sizes of select flavors and those, that was, um, 
that was a kit that I split into bags. Oh. One, mm -hmm. of, yeah, one of those. I split a kit into separate bags and um, there was, it was one of my mom's friends from work and she, her and her daughter and some of her daughter's friends had a Zoom and they all decorated them together. But I had leftover bags and individual containers from when I went to the Zionsville Antique Mall for their Christmas market. And I sold cupcakes individually there and boxes of four there. And that was a lot of preparation. And that took a long time. I had to make like, uh, like 600 cupcakes for that. And that was during school. So I had to like really yeah. make my time. It's, I, I, I think it's amazing because, you know, you are sacrificing you know, I don't know how much social life you can have right now, considering it's all, you know, yeah. you have to be so distant. But, you know, you're obviously sacrificing some of that. And two, when you're doing this, you're not just like opening up a lemonade stand, you know, like you're, <laughs> you're taking time to, you know, look at each individual uh, cupcake and really market yourself, which I, I think is important. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So how do people, I, I saw on your Instagram, you, it's easier for people to DM you, to message you directly? Um, I take DMs or emails or calls. I get anything, honestly. It just depends because I have my phone number and my email on my website. Okay. So people can reach me from there. But like, I feel like having my DMs and like private messaging on Facebook is a big one too. I feel mm -hmm. like having that available is really big because people like once they see something, they don't want to have to like go to your website and go to your email. Like they just right. want to go like right away. And I feel like that's important. I just have to check that like constantly looking for people who message me in different places because I want to make sure that I can like cover all, all my right. bases with that. And it's interesting because I, I, I would bet you that there are cupcake places that have been around for a long time, like 10 years plus, that don't use their DMs for things like that, you know? So yeah. it's awesome. Well, Instagram has been huge for me, like, because um, that's something that I know how to do and Facebook, I can do that. And I can like publish all my pictures there and people can really see like what they're getting. And mm -hmm. I feel like I can... <clears throat> with um, the Reels videos also, I feel like I can really try and market myself. And honestly, I've been able to make so many more connections and like get so many more customers through it. It's amazing. Like I never would have thought, especially with being so like, we're, we're not able to go that many places. So right. it's not like people are gonna find out for me from a party. It's more like ordering for your family for like a birthday, something like that. Have you gotten, I mean, I'm sure you're getting friends and family. Did you get an order once from like, uh, I don't know, somebody you didn't know and you're like, wow, this is legit because it's, I don't know this person and they're ordering my stuff. Yeah, it's really fun to get orders from people I don't know. And it's honestly, I feel like it's sometimes more pressure because I want to make sure it's like exactly perfect. I mean, I always do want to make sure. Well, your, your, friend will give you a pass. your friend will give you a little bit of a pass, but no, yeah. you're right, like that person might give you a bad uh, review. So Yeah. Well, I, um, going to with Designs Antique Mall is really fun, and I've done that twice. Looking for a bigger home? Find Mike. Looking to downsize? Find Mike. Looking for a home in the Poconos? Find Mike. Looking for your very own Batcave? Find Mike. 
When looking to navigate the Lehigh Valley real estate market, the first move is to always find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. He can help you build the right game plan to achieve all your real estate goals. Whether it be a home with 10 bathrooms, a home with a large garage to park your Tesla or vintage Ford Pinto, or just something perfect for you and your family, finding Mike Bernadine is always the best way to go. So, what are you waiting for? To make all your Lehigh Valley real estate dreams come true, all you have to do is find Mike Bernadine with Howard Schaefer and Associates of Remax Real Estate. And that's where I have like a whole table set up and I have all of my cupcakes like laid out so you can see them. And I have them in individual containers. So I just sell them like that. And I've met so many people from there and they've come back and order from me. And it's really like, it's really fun when I get another order from a returning customer because then I know that like I did a good job and it, it feels really good when someone comes back. And especially if they don't know me. Sure. With Zionsville Antique Mall, are is are you there regularly? I don't know, like are there are they um, open now for or Yeah. Okay. They're open, but I I've only been there twice because for me, like, since I'm doing everything by myself, it's <laughs> really a lot. Um, and What's your sister school. doing? Can't she help you out? Like, <laughs> um, Well, she helps me sometimes when I'm at the, um, when I'm at Zionsville, but I actually have a sister and a brother, and yeah. I feel like they, I don't know, it's more my thing, I guess. Like, <laughs> Sure, yeah, I mean, come on, I, I get it. Yeah. But, um, so, I, I never want to say long term, your long term is going into your senior year, you know? Yeah. What What are your plans? Like, I mean, are you kind of just saying, "Hey, I'm going to continue to try new things and and that," or are you? I don't know. You tell me. Like, what, what are you thinking as you go into the this spring? Well, I definitely want to continue with my business. Definitely until I graduate. It's just after that, it gets tricky with college, especially with if I go really far away. I can't really sell them there because then it's a whole entire like new area that I that no, nobody knows me and so I feel like for right now it's just really focusing on growing as much as I can while I'm still here in the Lehigh Valley and if I can like when I'm in college maybe if I come home for like for holidays and stuff I can do holiday orders but it's really hard to say like because I'm not exactly sure where I want to go right now. I'm still trying to research as much as I can. And sure. I definitely want to play softball in college. So I, I, I make a recommendation. You don't have to go there, but Moravian College. Uh, that's where I went. They have a great softball team. That's my pitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I. it's really easy to find colleges that have a business major. And I feel like sure. that's... That's definitely, I want to major in business because I feel like now I'm learning so much about, it's not just making cupcakes, it's like marketing right. them, selling yourself with your cupcakes. And so I definitely feel like I need to learn more about that. Sure. Um, I mean, even if you look through, and this is, I'll be honest with you, for people who are listening, I pulled up her Instagram again, which is Sarah J Cupcakes. When I looked at this and I messaged you, I fully anticipated this to be, you know, a, a new small business that had come up during COVID, which it is, but you know, I guess my expectation was more that it would be somebody a little older, which is not bad or good. It, well, it's not bad. It's, it's fantastic because you've marketed yourself so well that you're not coming off like a high school student in any respect. Like you're coming off, this looks very professional 
I would encourage you to, to follow through with business or marketing. Yeah, I actually kind of have a funny story. One of my orders, um, it was it was an older woman and she came to pick them up because I offer pickup or delivery mm -hmm. for my cupcakes and she came to pick them up and she thought that my house was my house that I owned it <laughs> and that like I was like 25 and I was like sure. do I really look like I'm 25? Like, what? Well, I mean, the older <laughs> she is you might not you know yeah I was tell. like oh my gosh what but yeah it's I don't want to seem unprofessional and I definitely don't want to scare people away, but I feel like, I don't know. It's weird that it's a 16 year old selling cupcakes. I don't know. I feel like that would kind of be weird, but also, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's why we, I said, Hey, you know, let's, let's still go with it because it is weird, but it shows not only that uh, you're able to do this during such a difficult time, but you're doing it through your, your high school responsibilities. And at the end of the day, say you even, you never make another cupcake after you graduate high school, which I doubt, but it shows you your willingness to, to follow through with something, which is really cool. Yeah, I definitely, I've had a lot of commitments before with like, I used to play basketball also. And so mm -hmm. a lot of time management goes into like, all my sports and everything. So sure. I feel like it's just one extra thing, like to just add into the chaos. And honestly, sometimes I feel like I thrive in the busy schedule time, like in the beginning of March and when we literally weren't able to go to anything, like now I'm lucky that I can actually go to practices wearing masks and stuff. But in the beginning I was, I struggled a little bit, not having anything after school, anything at all going on. It was, it was really weird for me because that was really like the first time in my life where I literally had nothing to do. And that's kind and of probably how I started my business. And it's different. I mean, in my, like in my situation, I have a wife and a kid, we stay at home. It's, it's, it sucks in a way because you're always at home, but it's great that you're with your family. I really couldn't imagine being 16. You know, it was all about being with your friends or being out. I mean, you have your permit, you know, when you drive, <laughs> like what to practice. Yeah. But, well, yeah. yeah. But no, I think, though, the, what you're doing is something that's going to really benefit you after this is over, which is a good thing. But before we finish, I want to talk about the important stuff, because we haven't talked about any sort of um, flavors at all. <laughs> um, I, so I don't know if this will be up for Valentine's Day or not. Maybe we can make that happen. But what, okay. are, you know, what are some of your favorite? If you had to say... If I said, Sarah, what is the cupcake that you recommend that I definitely, if I'm going to get one cupcake from you, what is it going to be? What can you make the best? Um, chocolate peanut butter. That is my personal favorite. It's definitely my most ordered cupcake. Um, but also, obviously, if you have a peanut allergy, like, that's probably not good. Like, I have I have a tree nut allergy, so all of my cupcakes are tree nut free. So that is okay. good. <laughs> but um, also lemon with lemon cream cheese icing that's another is one of my personal favorites what is what is uh like your customers favorites what are the ones that um i would say the chocolate peanut butter definitely um the lemon with the lemon cream cheese um dark chocolate with vanilla icing um and does your and family then, get to try all these because uh, well <laughs> i just uh, 
Yeah, I just made yesterday that I posted all those pictures of my Valentine's flavors. I just made um, vanilla cupcakes with strawberry filling and cream cheese icing. And that, to me, that's really good. I like that one because I've never done a filling before in a cupcake. So it was like kind of scary to try because I didn't know how it would turn out. But I definitely like that one. It's different than all my others. So what do you do for something like that where you encounter a situation where you're like, I don't, I, I'm not sure how to make a cupcake with a filling. Did you do like I would do and go on YouTube? Um, yeah, I looked up some recipes and sometimes I end up like mixing recipes together, but this actually ended up being very similar to how I make my strawberry buttercream and my fruit buttercreams because I really like doing that too. And I feel like that's something different. Um, mm -hmm. I cut up the fruit and then I boil it down with lemon juice and salt and normally I would strain it so I just get like the juice and stuff not anything else of the pulp but for this I added cornstarch to like thicken it and that's what I added into the middle of my cupcake so it's kind of like I don't want to say like like a jam or a jelly situation mm -hmm. but I guess kind of similar to that except it's homemade because you know I feel like that's really important to have everything be as simple and homemade that I can make it. Like I don't color icings usually. And I think that's something that, you know, when people are buying cupcakes like that, they're, they're, they want that little piece of comfort, you know, and to know that somebody put that time and effort to it and they're not just no offense to a supermarket, but they're not just going and grabbing one off a, a supermarket. It means a lot. So listen, I, Oh, I have one more thing to tell you. Go. Um, I don't know if you looked at this, if you're interested we just did a, on our Instagram, my daughter did a truffle, a chocolate truffle tasting. Mm -hmm. If you want, we will totally taste test your cupcakes. You just have to let me know. Really? And yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would love to send some to you. I would love to All do right. that. All right. Well, I'll follow up with an email. And do you want to, um, you know, let people know, and we're going to put this all in the show notes. So anybody, all the links will be in the show notes, but do you want to tell people how they can get in touch with you? Yeah. So, um, all of my, like I said, all of my contact information is in my website. It's at like the very bottom of the first page. And it's also at the, um, the contact page. I believe it's called the contact page. Um, and like I said earlier, also like DMs on Instagram or on Facebook too. All right, well, Sarah, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for, for getting back to me and still going with it. I, I think this was inspirational for people, you know, maybe who might be thinking, oh, I can do this, but I, I don't know if I want to get it started or not. Like, it's, it's fulfilling. It's fun. You can see, like, all that work, but still, at the end of the day, I'm sure you feel great and fulfilled that you did it. Yeah, it's something it's, – it's something that I really care about a lot. And it's always a cliche of like, if you love what you do, you never work a day. But I really feel like it's true. Like I really care about what I make and I genuinely enjoy making cupcakes. So it doesn't really feel like a burden except for when I have to make like 600. Then it <laughs> yeah. kind of feels like a lot. <laughs> At the end of the day, even if you love what you do, there will always be those days where you're like, man, this is still a lot. Yeah. But few and far between, Sarah. Thank you so much for coming on. Sit tight for a second, but I, I want to thank you again. And hopefully we'll talk to you soon. And hopefully we will um, try out those cupcakes.
Thank you again to Sarah Jane, Sarah Jane Cupcakes. Be sure to check them out on the web and on Instagram. We have all the information in the show notes. We also have a taste testing video that my daughter Dahlia is the star of where we try four of Sarah's cupcakes. They're delicious, there's no surprise there. Thank you again to our sponsors, the Burke Insurance Agency, Michael Bernadine from Howard Schaefer and Associates, and of course, VentureX co-working space South Bethlehem. Check out all the uh, information in the show notes. I am George Wacker, and we'll see you next time on the Leah Valley with Love podcast. Thank you very much.